Good morning. It's Monday morning, April 5th. Yesterday was Easter. Hopefully everybody had a decent holiday. If you worked, I'm sure it sucked. And if you didn't, hopefully you got to spend time with your family. Um, I think the CDC currently, because I know it changes so much in this past year, but I thought currently they said you could hang out with another household that had been vaccinated, like one separate household, because we did see my mother-in-law yesterday. And we hadn't really got to see her for any holidays previously, really. I mean, you know, it's, we, I remember last year at Mother's Day, we like drove by her house and like waved from the window, you know, and dropped off a gift at the door and that kind of thing's been, you know, we didn't do Thanksgiving and so forth and just, you know, coming up until a year now. So we got to see them yesterday and it was nice. Uh, my, my mother came over in the morning for breakfast to our house and, uh, there was this cute little game I want to tell you all about. I think it's incomprehensible, maybe. I'm probably saying it wrong. But there's this game that's basically like you talk like you're drunk. You pick up a card and, you know, some phrase like dis chicken, thirst, something. And then you got to like, you know, what the phrase is, thirsty Thursday or, you know, whatever. So a couple people had been posting. Well, somebody I know has been posting online, playing it all the time. And me and Mark kept guessing them all. And we're like, let's get this game. This seems really easy. So in the game... It's just a whole bunch of cards and there's like red, yellow, blue. And I think like, you know, it's like a party cards. There's a uh, pop culture cards. And then the red is like kinky cards. I feel like it's important to note that because we did not know opening it. Like I didn't even read the instructions. I just dive in and grab cards out. And the first card I give my mother on Easter morning with my kids all around. Cause we, you know, we're not really thinking was book hockey. So book Hockey, like hockey game, book hockey, book hockey. It's, um, <laughs> Bukaki. So I'm going to spell it for you all and you can Google it if you want to. B-U-K-A-K-K-E maybe, Bukaki. Um, you know, cause I never know. I've heard, a, I've heard one coworker I used to work with said she had her daughter listen to some of my podcasts. So I feel like I mean, this is, I should just say it's not kid-friendly anyways, but so, unfortunately, my nine-year-old did hear the word bukkake, did hear it, and then when we went to my mother-in-law's house, because this is my nine-year-old, he does this often, it's just, it's become a thing this past year, I think I've told people how he just went trick-or-treating when we weren't supposed to go, he just took off out the door, ran all the way down the street to hit the houses on the way back, so he absolutely did play with the next-door neighbor at my mother-in-law's, who he's never met yesterday, just ran out the back door, came flying back in for cupcakes and ran back outside and you know they were like exchanging cupcakes for chocolate milk and he made a new friend and he asked that kid do you know bukkake is and clearly the kid didn't because kids probably nine himself and then i was like oh my god so yeah so uh yeah he asked like a nine-year-old if he knew what bukkake was so that kid gets to go home and tell his family <clears throat> you know sorry i'm clearing my throat here what's bukkake and then they have to explain it and then they're gonna think my kid's a terrible kid or i'm a terrible parent so anyways that was the fun yesterday and then it got even better because on the ride home he my very wise 11 year old was like max don't say words if you don't know what they mean which is like a good rule of thumb for all of us if you don't know what word what a word is you probably shouldn't say it because it could be super offensive like when a nine-year-old asks another nine-year-old what bukkake is and he has to go home and ask his parents um, so then my kid asked me, well, what is it then? And like, everybody knows I'm pretty honest with my kids. Like I'm pretty fucking like tell every, you know, you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. 
you know, just I do. And I try to use like medical terms, you know? So when he asked me what bukkake was, I'm trying to think of like how much, you know what I mean? Like he's asking what the word is. And so what I came up with, which I thought was really good on the fly and I'm patting myself on the back was I said, well, um, you know, it's referring to semen, you know, that's what comes out of your penis when you're, you know, having intercourse or if you're masturbating, but I just said, you know, I just went with intercourse and, and okay. So sex. Yes. So really I said, the only time you should be talking about semen, I said, especially as a nine-year-old kid is maybe if like you're having a problem and have to see your urologist when you're older and you're like, Hey, I'm having problems with my semen or your general practitioner, like whatever. But really you shouldn't be using that word any other time. And I was like, so, you know, I just kind of told him, and, and it's kind of like, I'm not a hundred percent wrong with how I phrase that, but I don't think it's important to tell my kid the actual, you know, what, what that word is. So, you know, like, again, you guys can all Google it and some of you already know it, but I figured like I did a good save by just saying it was semen and leaving it at that. That was my Easter. I don't know how all yours was, but I got to tell, talk to my nine-year-old about Bukaki on Easter because we played a card game that we didn't read the instructions before we just started whipping them out in front of everybody at breakfast. And then my mother, the fact that my mother correctly guessed that, I was like, oh my God. Like, so it was just a very interesting Easter at my house as usual, right? So other than that, I think I talked to everybody last week and I think, I think I told everybody I had kidney stones, which I do. They're still there. And I see a urologist myself this week to see if we're going to do some lithotripsy. So everybody cross your fingers that I could just do some lithotripsy and he doesn't want to put a stent in. Other than that, I hope you had a good Easter. I think this month's focus, other than dirty words, might be self-care because I did not get my self-care Sunday because we had Easter. I didn't get to sit at home like I usually do and do like a nice little pedicure day and sauna and just like chill out. It was like my mother over for Easter. I made like quiche. I made like, you know, sticky buns and fresh fruit. Then we ran over to my mother-in-law's and then my brother came over last night. Like it was funny because I'm doing what everybody says you shouldn't do. Like the CDC said one house. You can go to one house. And instead I had a house over here. I went to a house and then my brother came over. So we're just kind of being super extra cautious and we're just going to do our own like 10-day quarantine, if you will, and just kind of stick to home for the next week and a half just to be sure that we're not around any other people. So just in case somebody ever got sick and I have to have the health department call me, I could say, well, I did hang out with two separate families, three separate families on Easter, but my brother kept his mask on the entire time they were in our house. So I feel like that was good with my mother-in-law. We did take our masks off to eat and the same thing with my mom in the morning, but, uh, you know, trying to still be super cautious because I feel like we're not a hundred percent out of it yet. Maybe other people have a different opinion. But uh, that's just me being super cautious, except for when we're talking about bukkake, right? <laughs> so you know, then it's just no holds barred there, just whatever. So anyways, my focus this month, I think I'm going to really concentrate on self-care. And, you know, again, when we hit May, coming around to over a year, I've been doing these podcasts. I'm going to do a whole masturbation month. But I feel like self-care does get more listens, too, because I don't think we take time for it. So... I do the one day a week where I told everybody I do a spa day. I just treat myself and it feels really good. And I like wash my bedding on that day and just, I just chill out. So my therapist said something last week, which really struck a chord with me. And I said, sometimes I have this guilty conscience if I even do any self care, because I think about all the people I know that have to work two jobs or the people I know that like, don't have, you know, I don't have money to do a spa day. I just do that shit at home. But my point was like, you know, some people just don't have the time. And she said, everybody makes time for something that's important to them. 
And when I look around at people, like, they do. They run, they wake up at 4 a.m. and they go running their 10 miles before work. Or they do jujitsu and they make sure every evening is free for jujitsu. Like, we all have something that we do put the time in for. You know, maybe it's your kids playing sports and you make sure that you're off the days they're playing sports because that's important. So... I guess for me, I'm trying to not feel guilt over making my self-care a priority because it does. And I, I literally had this conversation where I said, so when does like me indulging in self-care, I said, become a selfish thing. And she just thought, she's like, you know, I've known you for a couple of years. Like we missed a year of therapy, but she's known me. And then, you know, we pick back up. She's like, I don't think that you're ever would be a selfish person because you're always doing for other people. She said, I think I just would like to get you to a point where you could do self-care and not feel guilty about it. So that's what I don't know if that's stopping some of you that you feel like it's too indulgent to take care of yourself, too indulgent to, you know, go sit by yourself, have a cup of coffee somewhere, you know, down at the beach and, you know, eat a pastry and just listen to some music and chill for 30 minutes of your life once a week. Like if that's too, it's not like, maybe I'm the only one that struggles like that. Maybe you guys do get yourself Karen and kudos. If you do, I made Sundays my self care day and it's like the rest of the week. No, this week alone, I have to go to the lab today because they want to check urine stuff for the whole kidney stone issue. We have two appointments tomorrow, one appointment Wednesday, one appointment Thursday, and one appointment out in Cleveland on Friday again for orthodontist for my middle kid. So yeah, it's just a booked week full of appointments. So as much as I want to quarantine, I still have to go to doctor's offices. And then uh, Saturday, Sunday, I think I'm going to sit at home and do not a goddamn thing this weekend. Nothing at all to really drive home the self-care two days in a row. So yeah, take care of yourselves. I'm going to pick up on some ideas and things we can do for April because it's spring weather and ways to take care of yourself. So hang tight, take care of yourselves and each other. <laughs> Have a good day.